and welcome to the 71st episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the fantasy to my football, Brandon Gross. We're a baseball podcast, mister. Come on. What did you turn into a, a 1920s paperboy, Brandon? Oh, boy, mister. <laughs> oh, get that hat off your <laughs> what, head. What did you get that? that Come on, did you hear the news? The What's atomic the bomb just dropped, mister. Oh no! Wow, <laughs> buddy, I got that's a fun character. The the deck or the century late newspaper boy. Yes, and he only is delivering the most atrocious news uh, <laughs> possible to people. Um, Breaking yeah, Hiroshima. Uh, <laughs> uh, what if I did the whole podcast like that? Did you hear, Mister Von Grissom dropped the bomb? First off, don't don't love that voice. That voice is gonna would drive me crazy in about forty five seconds. Second really? Off, okay. I think you'd run out of tragedies. We've already gone through some American atrocities here in the last thirty seconds, but I don't know what other ones we could come up with. Oh, <laughs> uh, we can come up with them, Mister. Uh, we can we come can up with it. them. Brandon, there's a reason why I brought up fantasy football, and that is because I not know. only has my borderline unhealthy relationship with fantasy football put us in a, in a weird recording position because every night for four nights I have some form of fantasy football draft, but we also experienced our first fantasy football draft together. I know. First off, how many drafts are you in? How many leagues are you in? How many do you think, if you had to guess on the top of your head? Four? Seven. What the why? So what is I'm this? in I'm in my original league, the first league I was ever in ten years ago in college. Then That's that, cute. that then those kids, guys, men, adults, started a dynasty league like two or three years later, so I was in that. Then this year I have a bunch of New York City friends who are like, We're not in a dynasty league, we should start one. So we did a thirty one round dynasty starter draft that took four hours. Um then I'm in our LA friends group one. Which right? I'm in. I'm Which in you're that in, as well. yes. Then I'm in the New York City one. New York then City I, one. I'm in, or sorry, work one. I meant work oh, one. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, work one. Then I'm in my Miami Marlins friends fantasy football draft, gotcha. which has which has no buy-in, but is still a fun draft to be in with some friends. Um, and then I have, what's the final? Oh, one that I've honestly desperately been trying to get out of for a few years now. They, they're, I'm sure they're nice people. I've met maybe two of them in real life outside of the people I already knew. Um, it's just a large buy-in. I don't know these clowns. They waited to, to schedule it until the very last second. So they're asking if like tomorrow, an hour and a half before the first game kicks off and we can start drafting. I'm just like, Who are I don't want to do this. Name names. Dox them. Let's hear I'll, it. We, I'll give first names. A man named Matt, who's a, a mutual friend of my, my, one of my best friends, Nate. But, uh, nice. but I got dragged into this like five years ago cause they didn't have enough people and I wasn't in a lot of leagues back then. And then, you know, one thing led to another. They always needed somebody, and I've always been around. But now I just don't want to be in it. I don't want to be in it any longer, and I am incapable of telling people no sometimes. You're too so nice. you got to put your foot down. This is a good This is a good step for you in, in life in general, right? Hmm, if you put okay. the foot down to this, then you can use that skill set when serious things are asked of you, and you go, I'm not doing that, mister. I'm not doing that. I think that you're onto something here. What I could learn a lot from my fantasy football. And and now it's just led to a moment. Here we are on a Wednesday at 5.30 Eastern time recording. And I'm exhausted. I'm leaving this. We're recording at a weird time that we don't normally record on a weird day that we don't normally record because I got to go rush off to the old one I've been in, the old fantasy football league I've been in. That's that's a salary cap style. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Is that you get a you get a certain salary and you got to hit their make sure the contract's 
equate to that number or under that okay, number? Okay, kind of close. Yeah, you bid actively on which players you want, and you gotcha. have a budget, and then when that budget runs out, then you run out of available players. Mm, um, gotcha. So I got that going tonight, which will be a lot of fun. And then tomorrow's the first football game of the season, which I know you're patiently waiting for. I can't believe it's the Argonauts versus, versus the Raiders. <laughs> oh God, Who would have thought? Who would have thought they'd meet in the opening day? Who is um, it? Who's, who's playing tomorrow? It is or the today. Buffalo Bills. It is the Buffalo Bills at Los Angeles. I knew Rams. this. I knew this yeah. actually. I didn't. Yeah, know it's this. in your Josh, home. Josh Allen. City. Yeah, oh, I know. Wow. Him. How do you feel? So Brandon did a fantasy football draft. We've said on the podcast a thousand times. Brandon is famously a one sport clown. Baseball a only. Baseball boy. What if it was hockey and I was lying about baseball the whole time? Then you would you would be a two sport person because your baseball knowledge, Brandon, is impeccable. Mm. Impeccable. I'm, yeah, I'm the rain man when it comes to baseball. Yeah, you're a real Dustin Hoffman type. I've always said that about you. You know what you were, Brandon. You were a graduate. You were the graduate. I was the graduate in the, the play graduate. production of The Graduate. You were also Tootsie, famously. That was Dustin Hoffman, <laughs> I like Hoffman, Tootsie right? Rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. That I, movie, I was really... not good, problematic. I, I am sure, I am sure, sure, sure that if we were to watch this now that it would not age yeah. well. I watched, my mom loved that movie, I think as like a teen or a, you know, maybe not a teen, but an adult, a young adult, and showed that to me as a child when I was, you know, a young kid. And I just remember there being a lot of fast forwarding and a lot of things I didn't get, so. Mm, watch watch it now. This this holiday season, you and, and Susan are going to are going to sit gonna down watch and watch Tootsie together. together? You're going to watch Tootsie together, and you'll see if it's problematic or not. Okay, I could, I'll, I'll just jump ahead, and uh, spoiler alert, there's no way it's not problematic, and at least a little <laughs> transphobic. There's just no way. There's no way it's not, right? There's no way it's not. It's 100%. Is, yeah, actually, yeah. I did see it like a couple years ago, and I felt that way, so yes. And it felt weird. Okay. Uh, well, what's up, Brandon? What's going on with you, dude? We got, we got, we're going to be a little honest here. Like I said, crazy day, crazy time. The rundown's a little crazy. It's not as in-depth as we normally get with the show, so we're going to be a little bit more loosey-goosey, baby. And I, and I got a little pick-me-up. I need a coffee or something. I'm, I'm, getting, a little, I'm getting a little zonked here. So. You getting peckish? I'm a little peckish, you know. I had a long day at work. Like I said, I've been doing all these fantasy drafts. I was doing them yesterday. I I, I was out of town this weekend. I wasn't able to go to the gym, which has really made a noticeable difference in my energy levels. Sure, so yeah, that's real. I feel like I'm slumping a little bit right now. I'm well, I gotta hear. Bit. I'll answer. I'm fine. I went to the beach this weekend. I saw dolphins on the Let's beach. Go. Not your dolphins, but it's a sign. It's that's like the poke with the smoke. The dolphins, if you see them at the beach, like dolphins the are going to go 10 and 6 this year. 10 and 6? Hey, uh, what? yeah, I guess they they accidentally missed a game. but <laughs> They added a game. That's right. They added a game. They, right. They're going to go 11 and 6. See, look, I'm giving you a, an extra win in the win column. Um, oh, hold on. Ha- Real fast interrupt. The fucking commissioner of that league that I was bitching about two seconds ago just texted me and was like, hey, man, just want to make sure you got the Venmo request I sent. Yeah, I got the Venmo request you sent. I just don't know if I want to be in this dumb league. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Does anyone listen to the podcast from that league? Are they going to know that you're ranting about them? If if they do, first off, great. Now I'm off the hook. <laughs> cowardly <laughs> That's not way the way to handle it, Sam. You got to go straight up out. to them. Yes. Second off, I... I'm positive if there's anybody from the league that listens to it, it's just the people that I knew before, like already, like the right. And they know this, they so. know that you're sassy about it. I've been complaining all day, Brandon. Anyway, sorry, gotcha. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, yeah, I went to the beach. I saw some dolphins. It was a delight. It was a perfect Labor Day weekend. It's 105 degrees here. <laughs> yeah, uh, the melting. beach was like 90, so it was nice. Yeah, LA's melting. Everything's on fire. How was Vegas though? What what happened there? I feel like I didn't hear any. Was were well, there any good stories? Did you see well, Diplo? Brandon, 
Brandon, famously, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, so I'm not allowed to tell you about what That's happened. An ad, this is an ad for the Las Vegas Travel Board, by the way. They changed the slogan. When I was at the airport, it was like, what happens in Vegas only happens here, I think, is now the slogan. Because it doesn't mm. sound so, you know, like, debaucherous. And, and Which is also was, not, it's not true, though, because, like, Atlantic City, you know, oh, Reno. I'll tell you what only happens in Vegas, inhaling secondhand smoke for three full days. If I have to smell another cigarette brand, and I'm going to throw myself off the Empire State Building. <laughs> I like this old man rant. You, you got old man rant energy today. <laughs> and I'm slumping. I'm a little slumpy. My voice is still off. It was fun. So it was a, an old, old friend of mine, guy I've known since third grade, knew him in high school, knew him in college, has been around for a long time. He got married. Um, and he got married on the 108th floor of the Strat Hotel. And uh, I know. And this, the view was exceptional. The view was exceptional. Yeah. Um, the reception was exceptional. There was they They didn't do a traditional like, assigned seating menu style thing they just had open bar uh they had open food service so you just go up to like a handful of stations around the area and you would just like collect food as you pleased um and then open seating uh and then afterwards i did two like quintessential douchey vegas bro activities that like are a little out of my maybe comfort zones the wrong wrong word but just something i wouldn't normally do if i was in vegas frankly a lot of the stuff i did if I ever go back to Vegas, I don't know if I'll do. Um, one was I went to a rooftop bar. I went to like a, after the reception, we went out to this the Circa Hotel, went up to their rooftop bar. This is a great story, actually. So it's it's me. I've changed out of my out of my wedding attire. I'm just in a short sleeve button down and black. <laughs> and emotionally, you've changed. And emotionally, I've changed. Vegas has changed me. And I'm with two two buddies, two aforementioned buddy, uh, Nate and his brother, Chase, two very good friends of mine. And Chase is still wearing his full wedding attire. So he's got a jacket. He's got a button down. He's got pants. Nate has changed. He's wearing shorts and uh, a Michigan T-shirt, just like a general tourist. You know, not like a nice T-shirt, just a regular shirt and a baseball cap. We get there. The rooftop bar lady is very nice, but she quickly explains to us that Nate's attire is considered uh, inappropriate for the rooftop bar and that he must change. So she says, first off, you got to take your hat and go check it at the door. So Nate had to go to the bellhop <laughs> and check his like dad cap raised. Like Tampa Bay Rays hat at the door and get a little ticket for this dumb little flimsy hat as a very funny visual. Second off, we obviously didn't have a change of uh, shirt for Nate and Nate was and we weren't staying at that hotel. We were staying at the Strat where the wedding was. So we had Chase strip down, take off his jacket, take off his button down shirt, give the button down shirt to Nate and then wear his jacket over his undershirt. So it was like a white (laughs) T-shirt thing and then a jacket. And then there's Nate who's got like fairly high inseamed shorts, like above the knee shorts. And then he's got his brother who's like two inches and probably 20 pounds heavier than him. He's got this like almost like sleep shirt level. (laughs) So funny. They allowed the shorts though. But they allowed that. That was acceptable because it was a button down and there were no hats. So despite the fact that he looked like 10 times sillier than he did previously, he was allowed on the rooftop bar. And, you know, it was fine. I got two 12 ounce bottles of beer and a bottle of water for the, the groom. And it was $40 after tip, which is just mm. astonishing. Um, and then, <laughs> The old man rant continues. <laughs> the old man rant continues. The prices these days are out of control, Brandon. And then, uh, and then you know, we had one round and left. He just wanted, the, the groom wanted to go up there and do it, so we did it. And the second thing we did that was quintessential Vegas was we went to a, uh, a pool, a rooftop pool. Now, mm. it was the day of the wedding, and the only time that the groom could get up there was from noon to one. How hot do you think it was on the top of this rooftop bar? 115. It was I it was 
in the air 105 degrees while we were there. And Horrible. they did. Was there a DJ there? There was no DJ. There was a lot of pools. It was $20 entry and then an $18 like mojito. I got a regular mojito and it was eight. So I spent fucking $40 at this rooftop bar or rooftop pool that I was at for, you know, an hour. It was so hot that we burned our feet walking around. I didn't bring flip flops because I just didn't think about it. I packed lightly. The ground was molten lava, dude. It was like you were sprinting from the, the chair to the pool and then submerged in the pool. You were still running hot. It was a nightmare. And there was nobody up there because it was like the hottest day in Vegas in, in months. And so it was just like us on this on this rooftop pool. There's a bunch of I'll post a picture of this on the Twitter account. There's a bunch of televisions up. So I was able to watch like LIV golf or whatever was on at the in the middle of the day. How dare you, sir? I you cannot know. watch that. I support the Saudis. So does Las Vegas, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was fun. The strip sucked. We walked around the strip. I had a red eye at 10 p.m. out of uh, Vegas. Got in at 6 a.m. on Sunday. Um, slept ne- or slept next to a baby. Sat next to a baby on the plane. Couldn't <laughs> sleep the whole time. Um, the baby was e- did not have parents with it. No, the baby was strapped in solo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I uh, I broke even from a gambling perspective. I learned how to play craps. That's great. Um, I had a good Reuben sandwich, uh, ate McDonald's twice because that was the only thing open in our hotel room, learned how to get free drinks at Vegas, Brandon. If you ever go to Vegas, um, go to the bars that have like the video poker machine things in Uh in front of them and you just Uh put in money and then a little light will appear on top of the machine and the bartender will come over and give you a free drink. Um, So I would go there. I'd play like two hands, break even, get my free drink and bail. Uh, So if you need a little trick to get a free drink in, in Vegas, that's the way to do it. But. You yeah, know, like, I got to be honest. You're not you're not telling me things that I really want to do in Vegas, aside from the free. You want okay? Here's one thing. If you uh, this is I won't names will not be named for this, and I'll say that it wasn't an aforementioned friend so far. Okay. But a buddy of okay. mine was in Vegas. Uh, I'll say that the they did bride and groom's drinks at the wedding, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. the groom's drink was an old fashioned, so it was it was hard liquor right out the gate. This guy got a little overserved. Got a little overserved, and uh, last thing he remembers, he's at a craps table. He wakes up, he won twelve hundred dollars, and doesn't remember any of it. Oh my god, <laughs> that's amazing! I know. Uh, I'm buying my plane tickets now. That's what I'm saying. This has got to be the exception to the rule, uh, and not something I would ever do. But it was it was a very funny story when we all like woke up on the the Sunday afterwards, had to check out of our hotel, and he's like, "I woke up twelve hundred dollars richer than I thought I would," but. I won't name Amazing. names. I won't, I won't dox them. They're, no, uh, name that person. They're no, legendary, no. man. They're legendary. Um, so even though he was in rough shape on Saturday night, it didn't matter. He's doing okay now. $1,200 richer. Um, hey, that can buy you a lot of a lot of electrolytes, you know? Yes, absolutely. Think of all the Pedialytes I can. I did exactly. have, for the first time, the Gatorade like rehydration electrolyte pack while I was there, though. Because it was that, so that hot, like I was getting dehydrated. Lick, it was a little pack of something you put in water? It looked like a Pedialyte, but it was like smaller okay. portion, and it was it tasted almost noticeably sweet and salty. So you could tell that they were really dumping the mm. electrolytes in there. Also, sound found the coolest homeless man. We were on the strip. I went into a Walgreens to grab a water just because it was like the what? What are you laughing at? <laughs> so funny. The, I found I took, the coolest homeless man. Normally they're freaking lame. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're all cool. This man was exceptionally cool though. Uh, we're waiting in the line of the Walgreens. He just walks in with the confidence of like. Just the most confident man I've ever seen in my entire life. Grabs one of the pre-made sandwiches right off the sh- the right like in the checkout area by the register. Walks out, doesn't care. Nobody stops him. He just goes in Legend. straight, grabs it and leaves. Th- like th- not an anxiety in the world. This man is not worried about anything. It was the it was. I just wish I had that brash confidence in any aspect of my life. 
You're working on it, as we learned. You got to say no to your fancy football league, and then yes. you got to steal a sandwich, and then you're you're in, man. You're feeling confident. You're feeling good. Yeah, it was it was a it was a fun trip. It was an exhausting trip, um, just because of you know time changes and late travels and like wedding reception, just everything. It was not a lot of sleep was had. Came home, got in bed at like I came home, showered, ate a bacon, egg, and cheese, fell asleep for like four hours, and then took two two hour naps. Two one-hour naps, excuse me, um, throughout the rest of the day. And then watched FSU beat LSU. Did you watch any of that game? I did not, but I've heard and I saw the block at the end. Oh, man. An exceptional football game. I'm glad I was rested well for it. Um, and yeah, baby, we're doing good. I, I I don't know how you're feeling. You seem to be in good spirits. I'm kinda, I am kind of I can hear my voice being lost a little bit. So if I get a little uh, gravelly as we keep moving forward here, forgive me, please. But uh, I'm feeling good. I'm doing good rehydrated went to the gym got out sweated out He's a lot back of the, at it people i'm back, back at, at it, it people um i i got my ass kicked i wore my apple watch again i left my apple watch at home during the trip because i was like nothing i'm going to do is healthy i don't want my watch right. to track any of my sure. behavior yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so i just kind of left it at home to be your alone. watch went sam where were you this week and we know you're doing something bad yes watch uh i was at <laughs> church for three days watch that's right mm, <laughs> i'm sorry my i'm non-denominational so oh uh, no my please. agnostic watch is agnostic watch really upset um yeah okay wait one last thing i know we're running we're already running late with the nonsense here we're going a little long we also we warned you at the top this was going to go nonsense long what do you want from us i don't want to nonsense along a clock baby the marlins have lost eight games in a row tying a franchise record under don mattingly (laughs) i know dude who indeed brandon you had your first fantasy football draft in maybe a decade maybe not as that long but only your second i would say say six seven years i used to do it when i played madden i knew the players as you know I've cited Rich Gannon on numerous occasions. Yes. Um, but yeah, I did my draft and I know two players. Right I know two players on my team. Okay. Listen, Patrick, honestly, if I, uh, sorry, no, continue. I'm interrupting That's you. Patrick Mahomes, which I feel like is a universally known player. And, 100%. Uh, and Dalvin Cook, who I know from FSU. Um, and then I don't know anyone else except the Saints defense, which, uh, you know, is a concept <laughs> more than anything. You know them, you know them as um, a team. Yes, you know them as a team. I know them as a team. I'm, I'm aware of them. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I picked guys with the name Brandon, if I like that. Um, I picked guys that were on the West Coast, you know, maybe some um, – uh, some Rams, some Chargers, oh, some just you because can watch. Yeah, I'm in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a few Las Vegas Raiders, which yes. I didn't realize until I just looked got- at my team right now. Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. You got the Devontae Adams is a superstar wide receiver. He was on the Packers. I've heard his name actually now that you say it out loud. And uh, Josh Jacobs was the first round pick running back in Vegas for a while, whose fifth year option was not picked up by the team. I'm a big Raiders guy. I'm a big Vegas guy in general. (laughs) Vegas guy in general. Yeah, I've always said that. And you got their kicker, dude. You got Daniel Carlson, too. Yeah. Yeah, I almost yeah, had yeah. Dylan Carlson. I do have baseball on the brain. See, dude. you got baseball on the noggin. Uh, yeah, we'll see how I do. I just want to win the money because you guys know football and I don't. And I, that's funny to me. That is funny to you. You got Traylon Burks. Want... You went on a on a rookie wide receiver kick here. You got Traylon Burks. Oh, I didn't know they were more. rookies. Whoopsie. Hey, no, listen. They Jamar Chase was a rookie last year, and he was an incredibly impactful player. So That's what um, I said, yeah, when I drafted. That's what you said. Years. So just, just a quick rundown for people who don't know. Brandon's team, I know... Talking about other people's fantasy teams on a podcast is maybe the most boring thing you could possibly do. Well, we also talk about our softball league on the podcast, so maybe that's That's more exciting. (laughs) That might be second. So we got Patrick Mahomes, Dalvin Cook, Cam Akers, Devontae Adams, and Brandon Cooks, wide receivers, Dalton Schultz, Josh Jacobs is his flex, Saints D, and that's his starting lineup. So Brandon, I'd say this is a great team. You got Canarius Tony, who I think could be, he's either going to completely bust or he's going to be an absolutely electrifying player out there. I liked his name. That's why I drafted him. 
The former Gator dude, former Gator. That's also why I drafted him. <laughs> You're a big Gator fan. So good job, Brandon. Yes. I just wanted to commend you on a Thank good job. Thank you. On oh, your first fantasy God. football draft in a while. I know the anxiety was eating at you about whether or not you were going to I do well. I didn't look at anything until 30 minutes before the draft. Yeah, well, hey, listen, I can't blame you for that one bit. I can't blame you for that for one bit. I, on the other hand, have been listening to Fantasy Football Podcasts for six weeks, and your team is projected only one spot below mine. So, <laughs> you know what? Maybe it, maybe it doesn't matter for anything. I'm excited um, to destroy you, I think. Hey, destroy me away, Brandon. You know who else has been getting destroyed is the competitive balance in this division. Oh, wait, just kidding. The division is in. I know it's not tied now technically because the Mets won their afternoon game against the Pirates right now, but we're calling it a tied division as of Wednesday at 5.45 p.m. We have a tied division here. What's going on with the Braves? The Phillies have a comfortable three-game lead in the wild card. We got our Feast or Famine to Grama to Week Feast Fan Questions upcoming schedule. But Brandon, before we get into any of that classic stuff, we have some ads. Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. That's spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All he asks is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. And we're back, Brandon Gross. We're back, and so is competitiveness in the NL East Division. In a shocking turn of events, a turn of events that might kill Frank from Barstool Sports, which you and I have been only have been kind of getting some Schadenfreuden from Schadenfreuden from me. I don't know what your excuse is. Just watching you want him to, to die? Is that what you're saying? I don't want him to die. I didn't say that. Don't put that blood on my hands. I just what said it. Mean, we're, what do you mean by this? We're watching this man slowly kill himself. Oh, by you're screaming getting. I understand. He, I understand. I apologize. So as you're, you know, you're getting. You're getting. Some funny juice from him. Out, out of Mets displeasure, yes. Out, out of, of Mets displeasure. Of Mets fans, yes. Um, I understand. But, but Brandon, you know who's not getting any pleasure out of this has got to be you. The Mets lost the series against the Nationals in a weird series where one of the two teams scored seven runs every game, which was a little funny. The Mets opened it up scoring seven against the Nats, and the Nats scored seven against them two games oh, in yeah. a row. Hey, that's that Vegas, f- baby. That's Vegas. Also, I forgot, to, I forgot to mention we found a machine that felt like it was printing money up until the last day when it took all of the money that we thought we had won. So, hey, oh. you know, that's going to happen. Stay away from the slots. Also, Vegas slots are just allowed to be racist, I guess. You're allowed to put racist depictions up of anybody. Oh. Just like really, really gross, really? St- like, like, uh, like caricature stereotypes of like. Like Eastern Asians or like Native oh. Americans or like just like yeah. some really, really weird, gross shit going on. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. No one too cares. busy smoking cigarettes and losing five dollars. And they have one time. of your buddy in a in a jacket and shorts and a raised <laughs> yeah. cap. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But Brandon, so uh the Braves also have maintained their red hot streak. This is feeling a little eerily close to the two thousand and twenty one run we saw last year coming out of Atlanta. How are you feeling as a Mets fan? And we do our we love to start the show off with our, our weekly Mets check in. Um you gotta be feeling a little weird. The Mets are getting clowned on by the Nationals, the Mets are getting clowned on by the Braves Twitter account. It was everybody's yeah. coming for you. Everybody's coming for you. I know people like to beat up on the Mets, and it is bullshit. And also, like, <laughs> what I what I won't tolerate, what I won't tolerate is uh, I won't tolerate that the Mets collapse storyline because that is 
untrue. The Braves played out of their freaking noggin, and the Braves and the Mets played just a little bit worse than that, but it wasn't a collapse. Obviously, if the Mets continue this streak of losing against horrible teams, then yes. we can consider this. But the Mets yes. just won a series against the Los Angeles Dodgers, and then they happen to lose three in a row against the Nationals and Pirates, which I found out actually the first time in baseball history, modern baseball history, that mm-hmm. um, a team plays a team thirty games above plays five hundred plays teams thirty games below five hundred and loses three in a row. That's the first time I guess hey, listen, ever, which is crazy. first time for everything. <laughs> First time for everything. I wish it wasn't the Mets, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, the Braves have just played out of their freaking noggin. The only bad series the Braves had were against the Mets at City Field, where they lost four or five, and then they lost the series to St. Louis. And that's pretty much it since June 1st. That's pretty much the only bad series the Braves have played. The Mets, yes, their offense like as a whole, and I talked about this a few weeks ago, Like it's looked a little sleepy. Like, even the Dodgers series, they won a game 2-1. Like Their pitching has been carrying them. But as soon as... You know, Carrasco came back from injury and pitched horribly. Tywin Walker's been a little iffy in the second half. Then the offense starts to show that they're being a little a little crapola. Um, am I worried? Eh. I mean, they won the first game of the Pirates series today. Or, excuse mm-hmm. me, first game of the doubleheader today. Um, they have to win game two because Jacob deGrom is pitching uh, against them in the Braves. And as we record, the Braves are winning 6-2. to two. So, if the six Mets to win... 6-2, what happened? The Braves we, being the Braves, baby. We just we were just talking in between ad breaks, and it was three to two. Mm-mm. That's what wow. happens. That's what happens in Braves Nation. Hey. Um, Marcelo Zuna, who's been good for the Braves recently, he has been good yeah, for the Braves recently. You've heard Braves fans biting their tongues on that one after all. The I shit know, but he has been the last couple of days. I yeah. know we hate to see it, but yeah, but everyone's contributing. Robbie Grossman apparently had a, had a two run double um, in Oakland. So former former A Robbie Grossman. Um, yes, very good point, very good point. But yeah, so uh, I think this is going to be the neck-and-neck neck September battle that we want, similar to the Giants and Dodgers last year. Um, you know, the Braves seem unstop- unstoppable, and I know they have a little bit of a harder schedule than the Mets, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything. The Braves have sort of manhandled everyone recently. They're um, on top of the world right now. Yeah, They're, they're on the top of the world. Of so Pete got a couple hits for the Mets in game one. Um so if he can turn it around, hit, a, hit for a little more power, Lindor as well. I mean, both these guys are hitting like 100 the last few weeks. Same with the DH combo of Vogelback and, and Ruff. So I think they'll turn it on. It's baseball. It's not football, you know? It's not football. Like where you ne- where you have there's pretty good chances if you have a top team playing a bottom-feeding team, they're going to kick their ass. Yes. Most likely, I would say, in the NFL that happens mm-hmm. more often. Yes, there are that. upsets, but there's not, not upsets like, you know, losing a series to the Nationals when yes. you're the— you're one of the best teams in baseball. I mean, that will happen occasionally in football, but not nearly to the extent. Well, the baseball also yes. just, we talked about this before, the sample size is enormous. Sample yes. size is like yes. almost half of a full year. So it, it just there's going to be anomalies every once in a while. This is just going to happen. The, That's how it works. The Dodgers went 1-5 against the Pirates this year. 1-5 <laughs> against the Pirates this year. The, the Pirates Dodgers also, did. I was just talking to this uh, about this to a friend, a Mets friend at work, and and uh, she was saying that, yeah, the Pirates aren't that bad, especially at home, and people tend to forget that, and I completely agreed with her. Like, you just do forget. Yeah, they have the, some the, impressive, the are... I mean, Castro, Cruz, Cabrian Hayes, like they, Reynolds, like they have like a, a decent top four. Mitch Keller. Keller, Sawinski, Sawinski's hitting some bombs. Do you, hate, do you hate Mitch Keller now, after he hit Starling Marte in the hand? and Well, let's, as we record, there's no word yet on what the final, it seems positive, but we don't know what the final word is 
yet on Starling Marte. So if he has a broken hand, Mitch Keller's dead to me. But uh, <laughs> hey, I but still remember. He, I still remember Dan Winker breaking his uh, breaking his finger in the 2020 playoffs and the Chicago Cubs relief pitcher. Mm, Death yeah, to yeah, Dan yeah. Winker. Not actually. Uh, not this, actu- is meant, this is meant for funny stuff. Not actually. <laughs> Don't go Trump. <laughs> you going Trump? I know all the, I know all the best relievers. <laughs> we love Eric Gagne. Yeah, come on. We love Eric Gagne. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like Trump would know like 2002 baseball. Definitely a Mar- Mariano Rivera fan. Come on. Well, you know what? I, rem- I may have told the story in the podcast before. I remember vividly when Trump was just a goofy apprentice guy mm-hmm. he went on espn and he was talking to like linda cohen or something and she was like who's the big, biggest disappointment in new york sports and he went with old mets second baseman kaz matsui i don't know if you remember kaz matsui i know the name yeah so he goes the biggest disappointment's kaz matsui which is very funny that he <laughs> was there's a clip of him somewhere on espn talking about kaz, kaz matsui, matsui being the yeah. biggest disappointment so i think unfortunately i think trump obviously he has to be uh uh, unbiased, but I think Trump may have been a Mets fan. Wow. I mean, if he's pulling that out, you know, there's no way. The Yankees have to be such a more attractive it seems. The, the it seems like enjoys. it. Yeah. But it's also, like... he was probably buddies with both the Wilpons and the Steinbrenners. Mm, good point. That's a good point. He almost 100% was, right? Yeah. Wilpons are real estate also, so mm, I don't know. So they're kind of boys if you think about it, Brandon. Hey, they're not the owners of the Mets now. Steve Cohen wants nothing to do with Trump. He's oh, he's staunchly uh, yeah, anti-Trump. Yeah, okay, he a hates billion- Trump. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. A billionaire that hates Trump. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of a of an analogy, and I can't think of one. But Brandon, I don't believe you. How's that for an analogy? That's fine. We love we love Steve Cohen. I love my Republican king, Steve. You Cohen. love your Republican king. I mean, listen. There's not a there's not a sports owner in all of baseball that's at least not fiscally an incredibly conservative asshole. That is true. Artie Moreno, notoriously a lib, a lib. notoriously <laughs> loves <laughs> loves Bernie Sanders. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, I, I guess it would be shooting yourself in the foot if you were a billionaire and also supported somebody who's anti-billionaire. But Brandon, we're getting distracted here. We're getting distracted. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You started with the back. Trump. We, I didn't start with the Trump. You heard me not do a Trump impression and, and wanted to take over the reins. Come on, admit it. You did a Trump impression. I Brandon, okay, so the Mets are, Mets are a little injured right now. We were just talking about it a little bit. Starling Marte hand thing. Um, what are you thinking? Scherzer, you're, you seem optimistic on the Scherzer injury. Scherzer, 15-day IL, gingerly walked off in the fifth inning of a game last week. Yeah, I, I mean, the concern with that is it's his left side, the same side where he had the oblique issue. He seems very confident in being like, no, I just need a rest. And I think they're like, oh, I don't need a to play against the shitty Marlins on Friday. Hey, listen, um, the Marlins are shitty. I will not, you're not taking any <laughs> shots that I won't take to myself. But yeah, I think that that's the thing. It's like, we need him to be, the Mets need him to be a hundred percent in the playoffs. So it's like, we're going to just make sure this man is fully healed. Cause you know, last year he got the little dead arm action for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Got to make sure he's fully healed. So yeah, I don't think that's the concern. The concern is the Batterinos. The concerns of the Batterinos. Can they compete with the top, top offensive dogs of the Dodgers and and the Braves and I don't know. I don't know. We got, we got our pitcherinos, Brandon, and then we got our batterinos. We got the our fam- batterinos, yeah. Two, the two famous styles of baseball player. Um yeah, I mean this is a little strange. You're getting cold at the wrong time, right? Now we we talked about this before about how important it is to be catching heat the right time of a baseball season and your Mets are red hot for 5 months, but now it doesn't seem to matter anymore. Do you think cuz I know you've you've pretty much said you're like the Mets are going to be in first place the whole year, which Technically, they still are. As hey, of today, listen, as if we record, are. 
They still are. They do you still think are. that can? Do you still think that continues? No. <laughs> is that a Trump? I say, no. Yes, that was a Trump. That's I do a little Trump. hand motion okay, here okay. on the on this. Yeah, it's a little. That was a little your Zoom. fired hand. Yeah. The Google Zoom, Brandon. You know, as one does the Google yes. Zoom. Um, no, I mean, I I don't know if they at the are we saying end of the season or at any point of the season? I guess I should have asked you to clarify. Um. Okay. Uh, two questions. Do you yeah. think the Mets are gonna? I think the Mets will still win the, the division. Okay. But, but okay. I think that the Braves will at some point pull ahead. I also, agree. it doesn't matter. You're both going to the, the the playoffs. You're you're ten and a half games up in the wild card. There's like twenty and a half games left. Or twenty five games left. Twenty and a half games. That's a fun way to say twenty five. I like that. That is. That um, is and fun. the and and we're not, we're paying attention to a a, a a slugging of a division battle right now. We're paying attention to can Aaron Judge hit sixty homers this year. We're paying attention to uh, is is Pujols going to be able to get to seven hundred before he retires? There's a lot of good storylines going on in baseball right now, Brandon. But uh, the one that I wouldn't be worried about is are the Mets or the Braves going to the playoffs? Yes, both of you are going to the playoffs. The Mets are going to win the division. It's it's funny watching Mets fans kind of freak out out right now and there's a couple level-headed ones you being one of them um so don't take this as a slight towards you but it's like you've been through so much worse as a Mets fan than tying the division <laughs> in September <laughs> and it's like you've had a Cinderella yeah. story season so far not even Cinderella because you, you, just, you bought the Brinks Mets- truck out but like yeah you're, they're so sensitive to the idea that they're not the best team in the division right now and they're going and I think it also is combined with a hatred for the Braves like out of all of the teams the Braves or the Phillies doing this to you would probably hurt the Braves being the team that would that would do it the most but like Mets fans what are you worried about you're you're, you're crushing it you're crushing it you've been on top of the division since April 11th this is the first time since early April that you haven't been leading the NL East this isn't a meltdown you're still going to the playoffs you're gonna be fine Quit, quit whining. You could have lost eight games in a row like the Marlins. Okay, calm down. Yeah, it could be worse. No, I agree. I think we're just scarred. You know, we're sort of like we're like a, a dog from the shelter. You know, that had yeah. a hard life prior. No, I we're feel just you. like you know the Mets fans have been through a lot, and I understand. And we want to win the division because the it's it's kind of uh, post traumatic stress of the yeah. in the sense of the early two thousands Braves where the, the Mets 2000s, were always sorry where the Mets were always one step below them. Yeah. You know, and they were always bullying the Mets, and they were close, and they were neck and neck. So I think the Braves have always been, aside from 2015, they've always been sort of like... Uh, the uh, soul crushers. Uh, soul crushers around, you know, and a noose around the Mets' neck, um, to use every uh, every metaphor or analogy <laughs> in the book. Um, but yeah, so I think it's... God, we are. I'm so bad at talking over you today on the, on the Google Zoom. Go to your corner. I- I need to go to my corner. My Google Zoom no. etiquette is out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Google Zoom etiquette is just fucking plummeting, man. This is what I told you. I have bad brain today. I've got foggy ass brain. I'm, I'm, I'm zombieing through the last few days. I need to catch up. I need to sleep for like 12 hours, I think the thing is. I slept. I had my little nighttime tea last night, my little melatonin. I took a bath. I really treated myself. I had a, a nice <laughs> night in. Did two fantasy football drafts, really yep. relaxed. And, uh, and, and I'm still, you know, foggy brain. Foggy brain. I don't know what you to do. You have Vegas brain. Yeah. Well, how long does Vegas brain last, do you think? Depends on how much cocaine you did. <laughs> well, zero. So I guess that's, <laughs> I guess my sure. Vegas brain should be non-existent. Okay, Brandon. So I didn't do cocaine. I did do a lot of heroin. And now that's an issue. That's why I have foggy brain. You were the homeless guy with the sandwich the whole time. Dun, dun, dun. The Twilight Zone twist of the podcast just happened, Brandon. <laughs> I was that homeless man. 
I was that homeless man. Rod Serling could never write something like that. That's the the call was coming from inside the house the whole time, Brandon, and just you didn't see it coming until the very end of the Rod podcast. Rod Serling is quaking in his grave, right? Now. He's quaking. He's not turning. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you have Vegas He's, brain, dude. Uh, I do have Vegas brain. Um, yeah, so I think I think so, there's going to be some swapping of the Braves and Mets, and I think that got GD GD series in Atlanta towards the end of the season is going to like be the it's going to be the backbreaker for one of these teams. I have to be, imagine. It could be the best regular season series and the most important regular season series of the year. It really could. I think they'll be separated by I think less than 3 games by then. I think so. I think so. I'll it's in New York, right? No, it's in Atlanta. Oh, bummer. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say I got to go to that, man. I got to go to that. Brandon, I'm going to continue that bad brain here because Dolphins play a Thursday night football game, and then I go to a bachelor party that weekend, and then a month later I go to a wedding. It's just nonstop around here, man. Nonstop. Miranda's filming her short film soon. I don't know if you heard about that. She's doing a short film around here. Wow, she didn't even tell me. Wow, some friend she is, huh? (laughs) The the absolute audacity. Um, And so I'm just going to be – I'm going to be foggy brain mode. That's just what it's going to be. And the Marlins have been out of it. Come on. Watch out, mirrors. Sam's going to be putting cocaine on you all oh over, all over the nation. Sam does cocaine pit. Needs to stop. My parents listen to this podcast, they okay? Kn- listen, he's a good boy, all right? Everyone knows this. Sam would never do cocaine. Thank you. Sam would never do cocaine. Thank you. I, I feel uh, like next to, next to me, you're the most you're my most straight-edge friend. Yes, I think that that's probably true. Yes. I, I think next we to both... me being my own friend. <laughs> yeah, Brandon is as far, far straight-edge. That's not true. You do the, the... For those who are just listening to this year, we do what will now become an annual uh, power hour where we each take a shot of beer for 60 minutes to celebrate the uh, or every minute for 60 minutes to celebrate the end of the season. It's a must listen to episode every year. It's our best episode done at once. It's been a hit. Brandon drags. This is also what happened. Brandon drags his feet and bitches about it the whole time. And then we do it. And halfway through, he's like, you know, this isn't so bad. I don't know what I was all worked up (laughs) about. That's right. I sound like Sylvester the cat. (laughs) Yeah, you do. You get a little Sylvester the catty. Better than what normally happens when you become the, what's the skunk? The the sexual harassment. Pepe Le Pew? Yes. No, (laughs) you've gone too far. Um, I feel like you're traveling a lot. Do you need new t-shirts? Um, I just bought, oh, get a load of this. I should have opened up with this. I've got a new thing that I'm going to start rolling out with. I, uh, there's this fashion guy on TikTok that I follow. He wears, uh, they're called wife pleasers now, Brandon. I don't know if you know oh, that instead no. of wife beaters, they're called wife pleasers. That's funny. I bought a six pack of wife pleasers and, uh, I, I busted them out yesterday for the first time. Miranda said I looked like, uh, uh, Christopher Moltisanti from the Sopranos. She wants to buy me a chain and I can go full Sopranos mode. So I, I think the move now for the fall look is a is a wife pleaser op- with an open button down tucked in with a belt. I think that's going to be my new look for the fall. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got to I got to see some pictures of this. Do you think you would wear um I know that's not your team, but would you wear a Kyle Schwarber or a Pete Alonso shirt? You know, not my teams, but if they were so well designed and such a funny, sure. funny T-shirt, I think I would wear them. Why is there something that comes to mind? Well, we actually have some cool news here at NLPs. Oh! We're actually uh, we we have a little collab going on with In the Clutch, which is a great site that sells a bunch of sports merch, especially baseball merch. Um, and we got uh, we're selling the Pete Alonso Steakhouse T-shirt. This is yes. approved by the MLBPA. By the way, they it's didn't Alonzo's, approve our first uh, Pete Alonzo shirt. They didn't, they, which was Big Meat Pete. But uh, yeah, it's Pete Alonzo, absolutely swinging a what is that? A porterhouse? What is that? It is a uh, T-bone. T-bone. Okay, swinging a T-bone, and it's his New York City Steakhouse themed T-shirt. Um, they're pretty cheap, and also you can get 
10% off your purchase if you use the code, all capital letters, NLFEAST. NL uh, we also have a, a Schwab the Deck, which we notoriously say because we say mm-hmm. Kyle Schwarber's name in a pirate accent. Schwarber. Uh, and it looks pretty cool. He's swinging a... a, a a uh, sword, a pirate sword, and you got the Liberty Bell in there. I like the shirt. If I was, if I was a Phillies fan, this I actually I prefer this shirt over our Alonzo shirt. I'll That's say it. wild. That's wild. But yeah, we'll post it on the Twitter if you're interested in, in getting it. Uh, yeah, and we're hyped to be in collabs within the clutch, baby. Listen, this is a very exciting update. This is almost as exciting as when we got signed to a network. These shirts are beautiful. I'd wear them if I were a Mets fan. I'd wear them if I were a Phillies fan. Hell, I'll probably buy them anyways. And uh, and, and I think this is the first time that we've been able to say, use promo code NLFEAST for 10% off your thing. Yeah. Brandon, we made it, baby. We got promo codes. We're famous. You, uh, If you go to intheclutch.com backslash NLFEAST, you'll see these bad boys. And also, oh, I might, it might work against other shirts, too. We'll see. NLFEAST. Hmm. Is your code. That's what I was if trying only, to go with. If only there were some other slogans that we've come up with for other players that may end up on a t-shirt in the future, Brandon. Spencer Strider sliders. Hey, that sounds good to me. I don't know. I just a normal <laughs> guy. I, I know. Joey <laughs> Manessis. Dennis the Menace. We're working okay, on that. Okay, we're working on some stuff. No, that's a great update, Brandon. Um, but we should, we're we're really screwing ourselves here just talking about bullshit for 40 minutes, but we should at least talk about the fact that the Phillies are three games up in the wild card right now. Um, but unfortunately, Nick Castellanos goes on the IL. Unfortunately or fortunately, it depends which Phillies fans you ask uh, ask about. Um and they have an incredibly easy three series coming up. They're in the middle of a series against the Marlins. They walk us off last night. Gene Segura yelled, fuck you to the Marlins dugout. Very cool stuff. Um no, you look like you wanted to you wanted to pipe in on that. Oh, I was gonna say he. I read that he did that because they walked Real Muto to get yes, to him. Yes, yes, right? they intentionally the walked Real Muto to get to him. So he said, "Hey, fuck you." He said, "Hey, fuck you." Now I am right. Christopher Montesani. You are. Oh my God, you're wearing, you're wearing a wife pleaser now. I'm wearing a full full sleeve t shirt, Brandon. I had to wear this to work. You can't wear a wife pleaser to work, right? There's no way. Unless you're a <laughs> What's your job? Worker. Well, yeah. you know, you know my worker. job. Gigolo, gigolo, baby. I'm Deuce Bigolo. Um, and so I think that the Phillies are, are in a really good spot now, even though that they're they're you know only three game three and a half games up, excuse me, in the wild card. They 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 found themselves in the competition of the playoffs, and we'd love to see that. And with this Marlins Nats Marlins series coming up, I mean, you got to assume that they're going to continue to strengthen that division unless they go down the Mets rabbit hole and decide that they want to lose games to the Nationals and not win games. I don't know. Is that something that you're intimately familiar with, Brandon? That's that's one today. I don't know what you're talking about, baby. I <laughs> okay, I, I right. stay present. So uh, Phillies, I think it seems like the Brewers don't want to win. I yeah. mean, obviously there's a lot there's a lot of uh, the month left. Padres are hanging in there. They're not looking great, but they're hanging in there. They're coming back and winning against the D backs. I think the Phillies will be fine. I think they'll be cemented in probably the second spot, second spot in the wild card, right? You would think that they would be in the second spot in the wild card because one of the Braves or Mets, probably the Braves are going to be the top of the wild card who are currently Probably having... Braves. Look at this. Sam's trying to fight with our Braves fans. I'm not trying to fight with the Braves fans. We just brought on our most popular, maybe not our most popular guest, one of our most popular guests, a Braves fan, <laughs> Riley Rakes last night. Maybe he That's is. True. I don't know. What do we use as the sense of popularity? It's got to be Jolly Olive, right? Or Jeremy are probably, from a Twitter standpoint, the most popular guests you've ever had on. I think all of our guests are popular and handsome. That's I'm quantifying it right now, Brandon. <laughs> I'm oh doing it right God. now. Um, 
So we got we got our boy Riley Rakes. We got our boy Jolly Allo, who we love and is going to come on the pod now. Jolly at the twelve point eight, but he also has a he's got a podcast with a former MLB player. That's like mm-hmm. immediate clout bumper. And he's with John Boy Media, another immediate clout bumper. Right? You think that's yeah? It? We've got friends, and we're proving it to you, people. <laughs> okay. Then we have Riley Rakes with ten point four. Oh my God, he's coming in second to our boy. This is this is demeaning to our uh, to our nice guests that have taken. <laughs> Why time did out you of decide there. to do this? And Jeremy, wow, we went in we went in order. So it's it's Jack, it's Amazing. Uh, Alex, and then it's Jeremy. So so congratulations to Alex, our second most popular guest on our. Podcast. Our friends are famous. Um, I do think. Braves versus Phillies or Mets versus Phillies playoffs would be absolute linsanity, you know? Yes. Linsanity is a basketball reference, Brandon. I know I, what it is. I'm impressed Jeremy that Lin. you were able to drop it. Very rough. Yeah. I got it. Did, did you see uh, the but, did, did you see the Twitter the video of him going around this week of, of him waving Kobe off to take a step back three and hitting it? It was very cool. No, that's funny though. Yeah. We like Jeremy. Bye, Lin Kobe. Here. Yeah, we do. We're the podcast is very good friends with Jeremy Lynn. Yes. He's gonna be on the podcast to talk uh the Knicks from twenty 20- <laughs> 14 what was that? I would was say 2011 would probably be my guess okay. 2010 somewhere around there um yeah so I mean I think the Phillies are still going to be scary Castellanos in the aisle or not I assume Wheeler's going to come back from from his arm issue hopefully and hopefully it'll be full speed but yeah Nola and Wheeler in the playoffs is spooky I mean obviously the Mets destroyed the Phillies but the playoffs mm-hmm. are a different beast if they mm-hmm. end up playing each other and I think the Braves done pretty well against them as well this year um so scary but Phillies I know you had the rough series in in Frisco, uh, Frisco. in Frisco, but I I think the Phillies will be fine. I think they will be cemented in that second spot, probably ahead of of the Padres. Um, yeah, I think that's great. I think that's great. All right, Brandon, we're gonna have to take a break, but uh, on the other side of the break, we're gonna have our usual segments: feast or famine, degrama the week, feast fan question, and upcoming schedule. But first, some ads. <laughs> Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org, not .com, not .gov, you know, .org. Or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. Spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. And we've returned, Brandon. And as we always do when we return, we're returning with our usual segments, at least after the second ad break. We're always returning with our usual segments. Usual Um On this usual segment, we have Feast or Famine. Brandon, the Feast of the Week, entertaining, meaningful, divisional baseball. We've wanted it all season. We got it. We got some, we got some nail-biting games. We got some nail-biting series. It's exciting to see. Two heavyweights punching it out at the top of the NL East. And I just wanted to take an opportunity, take a moment here to celebrate that even though our podcast was made in the uh, off the whatever the post postseason Marlins victory was where I reached out to you. Um, yeah, the 2020 season um, that it's glad to see that the division has been competitive, at least exciting, at least entertaining the last two seasons, even if not every team has been. Um, so I just wanted to take a moment. Let's acknowledge the fact that we've seen some good baseball. We'll continue to see some good baseball, and we'll almost certainly see two NL East teams in the playoffs this year, if not three. 
Yeah, I'm I'm jazzed for it, uh, and they're going to play each other too. Like I was saying, Phillies versus one of the Mets or Braves probably going to happen. So it's going to be exciting and nerve wracking. And nerve-wracking, Brandon. All right, we're going to get to our famine here. The funniest famine we've had in a while. Jerry Sandfeld. Jerry Seinfeld, what are you doing? He's just like every other Mets fan, melting down right now. SNY TV posted on Instagram yesterday, the Braves defeated the Athletics late last night in Oakland today for the first time since April 11th. The Mets do not have sole position of first place in the NL East. And Jerry Seinfeld's verified Instagram account says, I blame that stupid trumpet performance. Celebrating in season, we won't we haven't won anything yet. Bad mojo. Then left the second comment, which is arguably funnier, said, same as when the Baja men showed up to play. Who let the dogs out in the 2000 World Series? <laughs> Series ended right there. Jerry, baby, old man yelling at the sky right now. What's going on? Oh God. Yeah, he's just uh he's freaking out a little bit and he's doing a little bit of the the magical magical thinking you know where it's like mm-hmm. uh people are superstitious almost like oh if i wear this shirt the mets are gonna lose yeah uh yeah has no correlation whatsoever it seemed like edwin diaz didn't even pay attention when the guy was playing the trumpet yeah. uh the mets won that game uh, no issues whatsoever it was forgotten we'll have some pictures about it no issues at all they weren't celebrating anything the mets fan you know mark canna wasn't going up next to timmy trumpet and like yeah. dancing or anything yeah. like it was uh it was They're being tame. silly. Was, They're embracing something fun. Yeah, yeah it's fun. A good the time. fans like it. The fans like it. So fans like it. It's fun. You're all for it. You're all for it. All right, Brandon. We have our uh, our Degromita week. None other than Austin Riley. He's hit three homers in the last five games. He's got a 1.142 OPS. 364 on base percentage. This man is out of his brain offensively. He's really just turned a corner the last 18 months. We talked about it last week with uh, with Riley Rakes. If you haven't heard that podcast, make sure to go check it out. We've got some wonderful inside Braves information from a wonderful man. Funny Twitter follow, too. That guy always cracking me up with his tweets. Um, and just a generally good guy, a very fun guy. We love to have him on the podcast. So if you're a Braves fan, make sure you check that out. But Austin Riley, part of the resurgence of this Braves, uh, of this Braves season, Firing on all cylinders, bringing him to the top, Brandon. What we love, Austin Riley, on this podcast. Come on, we love a Riley. He did go zero for three so far today against the A's, but it doesn't mean that he's not hot as heck. Brandon, you're ruining my Degrom of the week. What are you Sorry. doing, Brandon? I made the Degrom of the week, and now you just come in and you and you tabletop me like that. What are you doing? Are you going Seinfeld? You're going, Seinfeld, going Seinfeld. Now you're doing Brandon. all the you're emptying the impressions bucket. <laughs> yeah, listen, I've got like. Two mediocre impressions. We used to do. We used to be an impressions pod back in the day. We used we to did. have British baseball fan impression. We used to yes. have what else? We had the Mulaney, Mike Tyson, Jay Leno, Mike Tyson, Jay Leno, John Mulaney. You name it. We, yeah. But we've we toned it a little bit, Brandon. We've had yes. to, we've, we've found Hey, but rhythm. you know, send us a DM. We'll do an uh, uh, an impression for you. Hey, send us a DM. Yeah, we'll do it. Send you a voice memo impression, or we'll do it on the <laughs> podcast. We're we're uh, we're that desperate, Brandon. All right. We got some Feast fan questions. You're reading them off the phone today. Yeah. We're going off the dome, off the phone, you name it. Yes. Hit um, me with some questions. I know that there's The Marlins some... fans are yeah. angry. The Marlins fans uh, are pissed today. Nick Fortes Fan Club at High Sports Guy 2 says, Would you rather cut off the pinky of your non-dominant hand or have to watch every game that Sandy doesn't pitch for the Marlins? Sam, this so, is for you. So, uh, while one option does seem enticing, unfortunately, I would not be able to play guitar if I had to cut the pinky off of my That's non-dominant true. hand. You're non-dominant, yeah. Uh, 
um, and I do enjoy doing that. So I would have to keep my pinky, but I completely agree. And also a, uh, a former feature future fan, nonetheless, high sports guy. Um, he does. He's been doing this. Thing. Have you heard of mugshot hotties or mugshot? Yes. Shorties? Yes. yes. He's constantly quote tweeting mugshot hotties being like, <laughs> they're innocent, let them go, which is a funny bit. I think that's a funny bit. That's a good bit. That's a good bit. So uh, shout out to, and, and was originally the Trevor Rogers fan club guy, but after a midseason with, with Trevor Rogers that's was right sucking move, ass, yeah. became the Nick Fortes fan club guy. So we can appreciate yeah. that. But yeah, I would, I would keep my pinky finger rather than watching any non-Sandy start Marlins game. Um, just because, you know, I need it. Outside of that, if you had said maybe like pinky toe, though, I think that's a balance thing, right? If you... If you lose your pinky yeah. toe, you lose the balance. Yeah, I wouldn't mess around with that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just keeping all of my all of my extremities. But good, yeah. good question. You got to watch all the Marlins starts now. Sorry. Boo. Um, uh, another angry Marlins fan, T W M takes were made. Who we've uh, been pals with for a while. Said if the Marlins suddenly vanished from existence, would anyone notice? And then really quickly, Michelle L. Uh, at MGW417 says, I would notice, been a fan since 93 through the absolute best and the absolute worst. This is the wow. worst I've felt at a long time, but I'm a fan, <laughs> so be a fan. The Cubs, the Mets, the Braves all have fans, so be a fan. I don't know how old you are, which does give a different perspective for the most part. Uh, disappointing, but the Cubs and the Red Sox took like 100 years to get a World Series. They have fans because the team represents them, so if the team represents you, continue to be a loud, critical fan. That's a part of baseball, and you do it really good. Are so you what sure? Do you say? Are you sure you read a tweet, or did you just rent a book from the library? What was that about? <laughs> oh my god! Longest yes. tweet in the history of the podcast by far. It was. Uh, uh, was it a multi I don't think we can say it any better. I don't think we need to answer. Takes for made. I think Michelle no. answered. Takes for made. No. Uh, also, takes for made has done what I've done, which is for the last four weeks to six weeks, have just been concentrating exclusively on Miami Dolphins football. Dolphins. So gotcha. So the Marlins the did vanish te- technically, and what happened was everyone moved to the Dolphins. Would people notice if it was like a, a Marvel snap your fingers thing? If all the Marlins disappeared, obviously friends and family would notice. And the two thousand five hundred people in the in the stadium when it's not a non Sandy yeah. starter or not major market would notice. Yeah, um, I would notice. A handful of people would notice, but no, a majority of of the world and a majority of America would not notice that the Marlins were gone. I mean, there is irrelevant a baseball team as you could possibly get right now. With does the, the stadium stay? Does does the history stay? Like, does Edgar Renteria lose his World Series ring? No, you know the I mean? history or is stays. The current iteration of the Marlins. Just I think they're just saying if this season's Marlins disappear. Gotcha. Would anybody notice? No, nobody would notice. Jazz has been on the mm-hmm. team since mid June to late June. Like, yeah. who the fuck is on this team that people care about yeah. outside of the NL Cy Young? Sorry. All yeah. right, I've 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 prevented myself from getting especially pessimistic. But you you led me down this road. Also, uh, these uh, that's just the putting the fingers on the pulse of Marlins Twitter today. This is a yeah. great example. We tweeted this at the right time. Got in front of the right guys. <laughs> but yeah, they were angry. Yeah, they were angry and for and rightfully so. Miguel, Miguel Rojas came out swinging against Marlins Twitter today. I normally don't indulge with trolls, but uh, Pete McClellan at McClellan Pete said, oh, no. the question it, the question isn't who's going to win the division, but who's going to be second, the Phillies or the Mets. Whoa. Uh, Pete must have not been paying too much attention because the Mets are <laughs> 10 and a half games up on <laughs> on the Phillies right now. The Mets are not collapsing that, that far, Pete, no. despite what you think. I thought you said um, that fart there for a second. Are not collapsing that say? fart. You said far, but I thought you said fart. They're not collapsing that fart. Yeah. That fart's staying in, baby. Uh, our friend Spaghetti said, "No, this is not the question. This is wow. yeah, this is not the question." So shout out to Spaghetti. Uh, 
Shout out to Sp- Spaghetti. Don't no shout outs to McClellan. Pete. No, not sorry, interested Pete. what you're no, saying, Pete. No, Pete. Next time you have a poker game, let me know, baby. I'll be right there. And uh, shout out to Spaghetti who just did a. Uh, am I going to dox them by saying this? Uh, had. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. Good luck to them. <laughs> Godspeed to say. you, Spaghetti. Whatever you got going on in your life. <laughs> Whatever you got. I just don't know how much personal information that short we should, film? should or mm-hmm. shouldn't put on. Not a short film. It's. I'll just say it. They they interviewed for an internship at, at our at, at the job that I work, and they're oh more than God. qualified. You might just have a full squad hangout. That's sesh. what I'm saying. All the homies going to be working with me. That could be, could but be the not best. Pete because Pete's a troll and we don't like yeah. Pete anymore. And definitely isn't very successful in his career right now. <laughs> no, nope. no, no. <laughs> He's a Braves troll, and that's it. And that's it. Not a, not good at his job or very talented in finding a lot of success nope. in what he does. <laughs> just an internet Braves troll. <laughs> Is that it for the questions, Brandon? That's all we got. That's it for the questions. If you want to see us a question, follow us on Twitter at NL Feast. Every week before we record the show, we blast a little tweak, give you the option to write in. Speak your heart. Complain. Criticize. Compliment. The big three C's. We don't care. Do them all. Brandon, now's here your real segment, the reoccurring Brandon segment, upcoming schedules. Hit us with the upcoming schedule, my friend. The Mets, after the Pirates, are playing the Marlins in Miami. The Samden series concludes. I think this is the last one. Maybe the yeah, last Samden series. Yeah, this is series. the last Samden series. Uh, then they're playing the Cubs back in New York. The Braves. Wait, no, no, no. The There's one more trip. Samden series, right? At the end of September. One more in New York. In New York, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Braves playing the, the Mariners in Seattle. Two of the hottest teams in the majors. That'll be fun. Then they're playing Lewis Brinson and the and the Giants Just in Don't say Lewis Brinson and the Giants, dude. <laughs> Come on. Shoot, kick them Phillies. in down. Philly, wait, Phillies are also playing the Marlins? We're playing the Marlins Philly, now. Phillies the are Mets? playing the Marlins now. It's weird okay. because we're recording in the middle of series for the first time it's in a while. So, off. Yeah. I gotcha. Uh, Phillies then playing the Nats. Marlins after Phillies and Mets playing the Rangers. What the hell? I know. What the heck is that? Uh, Nationals playing the Cardinals, Phillies, and O's, the Orioles, the Beltway series. Uh, and that's about it. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. What's what the one most exciting? Oh, you I think Braves Mariners. It's got to be Brace Mariners. Also, yeah. I just saw this thing on Twitter. Shout out to our friend Jeremy Taché, first guest of the podcast ever. The Mariners are hosting their first ever work from the ballpark game today for 50 bucks. Fans seated That's in the Hit It Here Cafe will have Wi-Fi, power access for their laptops, and receive a catered lunch. That's so fun. What a Hell great idea. Yeah. I love I that. I love that. Go Mariners. Yeah, go Mariners. And our boy Takes Were Made is, uh, is, is, is tweeting a lot. Uh, do you follow Panko the Cat on Twitter, Brandon? No, you always drop in a new cat on social I like, media. For I that. like Panko the cat right now. Did I, I already talked okay. about Melon be smelling, right? Yes. This is Panko is the cross-eyed well, I, cat. I sent you the cat with the cowboy hat. So it looks that like was, cat. That was very cute. My cat who's dead asleep and has not woken up to talk on the podcast today. She doesn't have a lot to say. She's had a girl's weekend while I was in Vegas, and she's a little yes. exhausted. She went to Atlantic City, yeah. She went to Winona just smoking a cigarette and pulling the slot machine for eight hours in Atlantic City. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what are you looking forward to the most? It's got to be Braves Mariners, right? Braves Mariners, for sure, but also... Marlins Rangers? What the heck? <laughs> I know. I don't know. What's, what's that about? That's weird. I don't know what's going on there. Also interested just to see if the Phillies can, you know, wrap up the series uh against the the bottom feeders. Hope yes. that they uh hope that they can stay in contention and keep competing. Um Brandon, is this the least we've talked about baseball on an episode of this this, episode, this podcast? It's it's uh, challenging the other episodes where we didn't talk about baseball. It's definitely in contention. It's definitely in contention. And Brandon, that's our show, Brandon. That's the end of the 71st episode of the NL Feast podcast. Tell the people, the lovely listeners, where they can find you. 
Uh, you can find me at Brando Grosso on Twitter, but you can also find our sick Kyle Schwaber and Pete Alonzo t-shirts on intheclutch.com. Uh, use the code NLFEAST, all capital letters, you get 10% off. They're pretty cheap. They're nice shirts. I got my Pete Alonzo one. They're gnarly. Where are they going to find you? Follow me at NLFeast Sam on Twitter. Follow the show, NLFeast, on Twitter as well, at NLFeast. We'll post the shirts there. We posted them before. We'll post them again. Yes. We'll keep them posted. You'll, and, and we'll keep you posted if we uh, we get the new ones, the new designs rolling out soon, which will be happening. Keep an eye out, Braves fans. Keep an eye out, Marlins fans. The shirts are coming with your names on it. Don't you forget. Oh, what else, Brandon? Shoot us an email, nlfeast at gmail.com. Haven't cracked that uh, that password quite yet, but I will one day. Don't you worry. I'll remember to do it, and I'll do it. Um, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I'm telling you, there's there's people listening now that have not left a review. I see the numbers of listeners. I see the number of reviews. People are listening and not leaving reviews. Take five minutes out of your busy, busy day. I don't care if you're a doctor. I don't care if you're a lawyer. I don't care if you're the president of the United States of America. You got five minutes to leave a nice little review, and we'll read it on the show. You'll be a little mini celebrity. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, Brandon, I think that's it. I Joe think Biden that's it. Could, could be an NLFs fan. He is a Phillies guy. Hey, we got to get him. We got to get him and Jake Tapper on the show. We've been talking about Together. getting Jake. Jake but we Tapper. Go, oh, sorry, we double booked you guys. You guys are both on the show. We'll now. just we'll just put ice cream uh, in front of a microphone, and Joe Biden will just like accidentally show yes. up there without realizing what happened. He'll fall off his bike and into the ice cream. <laughs> You're starting Republican conspiracy theories, Sam. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. I told you, if we want to make money off this podcast, you just got to pivot hard right. You just got to go hard right, and we'll we'll immediately be like ten times as wealthy as we are currently. That okay, seems we'll to be the talk strategy. about it off the air. So if <laughs> next week, if we're if we're talking about uh, Stephen Crowder, then yeah. like you'll know that uh, if Ben Shapiro's things. on next week's episode yes. of NLF, you'll know something has changed in the last. We've week. done a full political one eighty. I think. Yes, <laughs> what would be safe to describe? We're selling out hard. We're selling out hard. All right, Brandon. Anything else before we get out of here? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.